And we're yeah. back. We're back. At long <clears> last, <throat> the film boys have returned. Um, we have this is overdue. This is something a little bit different because we actually review a book today. <laughs> we're actually reviewing books. This is literature, boys. Literature, lit boys. Something different, lit boys. Lit boys. Yeah, lit boys. Welcome back to lit boys. What other what other things can you review? Food boys. Food boys. Do you think there are podcasts dedicated to cooking? Probably. I mean, there probably are. There are podcasts for a lot of things, um, such as two high school students talking about movies movies. that no one's seen. Um, No, but it's a little bit different today because this one's on Netflix. Well, this movie—the movie that we watched—is on the streaming service known as Netflix. Netflix and Um, chill, boys. I would recommend that you get said streaming service because it has a lot of good content on there. But they got a lot of shit. (laughs) They got so much. (laughs) Um, No, but this movie's on Netflix, and (laughs) it's also different because we just watched this movie. Yeah. And we watched it together. Yeah. Which um, does not happen often. It's actually the second time we've watched a movie together. You've heard of, in the beginning there was 2D, then there was sound, and then there was like 3D, and this is the next level. Watching with the film boy. Watching with a film boy. It's like remember when you go to you know you go to the movies and they're like this movie was made with like unicorn powers or whatever like you know <laughs> that, like that terrible ad they always play where it's like the guy with the have you seen that yeah yeah, I'm talking yeah. About, and it's like it's really cringy and like, oh no this is like the Cinemark the next. XD yes Cinemark XD this is like Cineboys XD Cineboys XD not because he's Cineboys XXX that's another. <laughs> You can't make me laugh today because I have, like, this racking cough. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, so the movie we watched um, a few minutes ago that we just finished. Uh, Fought off the press. We just, we're going to have a lot of fresh thoughts on it. Um, was City of God. City of God, um, directed by... Fernando Marai and Katie Lourd, I believe. I don't know how to say her last name. I think it's Lude. Lude? I think it might, it might be L-E-A-U-D. Uh, Someone listening probably knows and is really mad that we don't know. Like, wow. I mean, uh, like, if, if oh, I can okay. do it, why can't they? Katia Lund. Of course. Katia Lund. Yes. Um, yes. And so this movie is they... a foreign film. Yes. Um, it's actually the first foreign film that we've done on Film Boys. Unless you consider uh, Hard Eight to be a foreign film. <laughs> Foreignly bad. I'm what? kidding. I'm kidding. Roasted I'm kidding. on the podcast. Um, Go listen to that episode. Sicario, no, it's not a foreign film, but like, no. it takes place in a foreign area. But yeah. this is the first film that is um completely foreign, a hundred percent. Um, it's not in English. Um, it's in Portuguese, no. as it is set in yeah. Brazil. So this movie came out in two thousand two. Um, it was released to the world. Released to the world. And I actually had some misconceptions about this movie. Forgive me coming in. I thought this movie was, like, much more critically acclaimed than it actually is. Um, yeah, this movie, like, no one liked it. <laughs> apparently no so. Um, it. Didn't even grab a Best Foreign Film nom yeah. at the Academy, and which is the, a tragedy. And look at, the, look, look at the Best Foreign Film nom this year. It was, like, what, Fantastic Woman? I, I, heard, I actually heard that was really good. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll cut that from the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> but I don't know if it's City of God. Anyways, so City of God. Um, so we're gonna, in in tradition with our, in tradition with our new format, we are going to give a very brief synopsis oh, of the film, 
but it's gonna be terrible. It's Five such a such a this. daunting task because this movie is some some topsy turvy crisscross applesauce Rick Ross um, twists and turns. Yeah. Um, I feel a little weird. Our mics are stations. So like I'm not looking at Sebastian. I'm gonna change the setup real quick. Changing the setup currently. Really awkward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like assumed you were gonna be like right there, so I had positioned mine to be looking at at you, and now I just. But now you can like glance at me from the side. <laughs> okay. All right. So I want to see if we can even get this segment down even shorter. Okay. What time is it right now? Let's see. Well, oh, I have a timer on my watch. We're okay. gonna do here. Pass me off. Three minutes. I'm gonna throw it. Yeah. I'm throwing it, guys. Listen to this. Ready? No. There we go. Shit. Oh. Wait, why'd you clap? <laughs> it wasn't even close. It was clapped. for the sound effect. It was like, oh no, something bad happened. Okay. We're really desperate for this. <laughs> looks like it looks like we're really desperate. <laughs> for some uh For some comedy. For some, for some comedy. <laughs> some fresh humor. Alright. So I'm gonna start the timer and you're gonna start. I'm gonna oh, I remember this. <laughs> I started last time. Okay. Alright. I'll give you a a keyword to start with. Okay. Oh, it's is... like that terrible game we play in drama, where it's like the duel or whatever. I was someone... gonna say that was just like it's a keyword, and then it's like it has to do with the beginning of the film. Oh, okay. Um, three, so. two, one, go. Chicken. Ah, okay. So it starts out with like a chicken is going around. He's like running around, and like this one guy is like, "We gotta get the chicken, go get the chicken," and they're like, "Well, we can't get the chicken." Then there's like a situation where it's like this one guy with a camera, and there's the, all the bad guys on one side who are getting the chicken, and the police on the other side. I know the audience is probably really confused right now. Then it flashes back, and it's like it all started with a tender trio. And then it talks about these other three guys who are like all older brothers of these three little kids, and and I'll hand it off to my friend Oak here. And so the tender trio, they basically hold up gas trucks. And run other scams in the streets, mm-hmm. in the slums outside of Rio de Janeiro. Um, and they call these, they call the slums the Ciudade de Dus, which translates Ooh, nice to... pronunciation there. Thank you. Um, I just, it's Portuguese, so I just pronounced it like it was Spanish. <laughs> um, they live in the slums, which is called the City of God, hence the movie yeah. title. And in, in the City of God, people are terribly poor, um, and it seems like the only way to really, you know, make money is... To pretty much be a criminal. Yeah. Um, some people try to have an honest living, but it seems it seems that for everyone or another, you know, someone or somehow they are affected by this crime, um, the rampant crime. And so the tender trio, they find illicit ways to garner money, and from there, pretty much what happens is some ASMR right into the microphone. Sebastian's opening a candy. In our new segment. Welcome, welcome back. <laughs> what kind of candy is it? Chocolate. <laughs> Alright. Um, and then when you're done with that chocolate, I'm going to hand it back off to you and you got a all minute right. to wrap up the film. Yeah, so, with the Tender Trio, um, they all pretty much give context for the major characters in the film, which turn out to be Rocket, Benny, and Lil Zay, all of which we see as young kids. And their older you know, siblings or older influences all shape them in various ways. And the story pretty much hops from narrative to narrative. You pretty much are told what happens in the city of God from a very, very like uh, a very varied, <laughs> you know, um, cast of characters, and you get more insight. And just when you think one thing about some character, the story is told from another person's point of view, and you're like, oh, and your t- opinion on them totally shifts. And you've got thirty seconds to wrap up. The Rocket movie. really wants to get laid. 
He like really wants. I'm gonna interrupt to. you. He has a dream of being a photographer. Yes. But he also wants to, you know, be a man and lose his virginity. And, 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 and so like things happen, and then Little Z ends up like a crime lord boss, and then he ends up shooting Benny. No, he doesn't shoot Benny. Okay, it's so complicated. It's and just very watch the movie. Watch the movie. Okay, and like ends up Little Z gets like killed, and you know, there's like it's a whole drama. There's a karate guy who works there's on a, a karate bus. Karate guy, and, and his his wife gets like raped, and then it's like there's another guy who, like. I don't know. There are also a bunch of child murderers. And... Yes. Oh, my God. There's one brutal scene we'll talk about later. All right. But and that's three minutes. That's the film. So, first impressions. What what was the experience of watching this movie like for you? What did what did you feel during it? Because I know going into it, you weren't terribly enthusiastic about it. Um, yeah. You were like, I'm not not too thrilled about City of God. Um how are you feeling now? It's because I I, I think I, I knew, what I thought I knew I was, what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like some like 90s, like, oh, look at us in Brazil, edgy skateboard. But it, no, it's completely different and it's really cool. And it's very stylized. It's very different. Uh, well, no, it's not different. Uh, a movie did the same style a little earlier called Traffic. I think that was two years before. And that, and that was another big budget movie. It did a very similar thing. But I think it was very stylish, and, and, and I enjoyed it. My first impressions were that uh, it was exhilarating. Um, I guess the ending was satisfying, but what I'm finding now is I don't really have any emotional impact. There's no like lasting emotional impact on me. I thought it was a really... But also, we've only, only seen this movie once, yeah. so... I cannot truly judge a film by the first viewing. <laughs> I think it's tricky to, to like get a whole lot of emotional attachment to the characters because the, for one there are so many characters. So there are, there yeah. are moments like where I felt attached. Little like, Z was the most like developed Lil character. Oh, Little Z. Little Z. Little Z. Uh, with an accent above the E. Mm. But like there are moments in the middle of the film where like I particularly like felt like for Benny. Um, as he kind of like transitioned out yeah, of the drug and business then he, and began like living life and then that more was fuller. over. It ended so quickly. Because he got killed. Yeah. Um, oh, also little Timothy Chalamet out there. Yeah, we, we, found, we found the OG Timothy Yeah, he has like the same hair. His but only, ginger, but ginger. Yeah, I think that might be his downfall. I think that's probably why he wasn't as successful, because he was ginger. <laughs> he was really uh, ginger. But there were, I don't know, there were other emotional scenes. I thought like when... His whole back was freckled. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. All of like the stuff with like the child murders... That whatnot, was like... the best. Okay, I I thought the two best scenes in the movie were um, the one at the party where uh, Benny gets gets shot, and when that little kid is gonna get is made to kill another little kid. Yeah, when that little kid is about to be killed, that is just man. No, it's really well. It's, it's three little kids and Lil Zay, the crime lord of the slums. He says he he goes up to the two yeah. little kids who he's pretty much caught. Yeah, and all these and all these kids around. work for crime bosses. Yeah, they run scams. They take orders like for drug business and whatnot. Um, yeah. but this kid isn't even like this kid's like eight. This kid's yeah, like these seven. kids are so young. It's really, it's really terrible. I mean, the one that ended up getting shot looked like he was at least like eleven, but still, the kid who was like eight, yeah. who just did not know what understand. Yeah, so there are there are three kids, um, and Lil Zay captures two of them, and then he says to them, he's like. All right, you can either choose your hand or your foot. Yeah, but, but he's like joking around, like, like like they're like it's not like a serious thing. They're like it's not like choose your hand or your foot. It's more like everyone's like laughing and joking and they're yeah, like, it's 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 pretty disturbing. It's pretty yeah. demented. Um, they're yeah. psychotic. Yeah, and so he's like laughing. He's like you know choose your hand or your foot. Um, and they both choose their hands. 
and he shoots them both in the foot. Yeah. Um, and then it was just, it's just heartbreaking. Like it's really, it was really tough to watch. Yeah, that that little kid um, was a really good actor. Yeah. That was like one of the best child actors I've ever seen. I mean, he, he was like so young. I think that's what made it worse is because he probably wasn't even like, I understand what's happening. He's probably mm-hmm. just like some kid to like followed his older brother around. Right. It was like this poor little kid. And, and so then, that was made it worse. And then Lil Zay gives the gun to the other kid and he's like, choose one of them to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he forces him to kill one of them. And he ends up killing not the, not the youngest one, but the yeah. It was uh, it was just like a like. And then you mentioned during the movie, like when we were watching it together, he was like, you know, you have kids being killed, and the next moment you have like this like happy like clubhouse music. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, that can be used to a certain effect. I feel like to make the audience like, oh wow, this is so, whatever. But but I feel like, and I don't know where I stand on this. Still, they give little Zay, like empathy. Like, he's an empathetic character, even though he, like, because in the next club scene, he's, like, trying to find a girl, and you kind of, like, it's kind of, for a second, it's kind of funny, or I thought it was kind of funny, because he's kind of looking at, looking at this one girl he wanted to ask out, and he's, like, not really, doesn't know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I can, ha- if I should have a problem, if, like, morally, I should have a problem with the character who just, like, made this one kid kill another kid, not being able to find find a date or whatever. Um, well, it's but but the, the movie sets it up like as if you were supposed to care for him. So I'm like, what? what do you, I don't understand. Yeah, the movie's conflicting. Like you because you because it shifts narrative so many times. You're given different views of these characters. Yeah. And so, like you said, you do feel empathy for Lil Zay in that moment. You're like, oh man, poor guy. Yeah. And then in the next moment, he forces a guy to strip and humiliates him. Yeah, yeah. Um, in front of a crowd, and like you said, you know, he just forced child murder upon someone, and so. But, like, I think what I... And I actually brought this up during the movie. I think, like, the directors um, and the writers, by doing this, it wasn't necessarily to, like, show, like, it's like, oh, he's an okay character, you know, like, there are good things and bad things about him. I think it was just to show that in this kind of an environment, these harsh realities coexist. You know, there's, like, the partying drug frenzy of, of the slums right alongside the child murdering and the mm. child soldiers. I do think this is done so many t- this has been done so many times before though. This kind of movie? Not not this kind of movie but like that idea. Like have you seen Goodfellas? No. Or like just any movie where it's like a rise and fall not like not necessarily a rise and fall but for the for a certain part of the movie you're like on their side you're like oh look at look how fun this 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 world is that I never was able to experience. Right. And then, or also kind of like Blue Velvet maybe, because on one level you're kind of like the voyeuristic, young, kind of like horny guy who goes into someone's apartment, and then in the next you're like seeing like a brutal rape. Right. And so like the, the innocence of kind of being curious like leads you on to something worse. So I, I do feel that has been done a lot. Mm-hmm. Not not to say it's a downfall of it. Just... Right, and I think, I think it's not saying that like it was just, it was trying to do that. I think it was just trying to portray this environment yeah because this this movie is set like i said like on the outskirts of rio de janeiro which is a popular tourist destination a popular party you know yeah. carnival um and you know there's a huge there's a huge like jesus statue in rio you know yeah like the actual city of god um and so the term city of god is like i feel like almost mocking the slums very yeah. much um, yeah so you you feel like the movie didn't really have like a, a lot of like emotional impact for you it, initially it did but i do think that this movie rushes over so much so quickly that you can't really um the the, the main character was more of a an anchor than a uh a, 
a, a character I cared about. Yeah, it was <clears> interesting how like everything like sort of like tied into him. I didn't have like the most emotional moments with Rocket, the main character. No. Um, I think characters that stood out to me emotionally were Benny. Benny. Yeah, um, he's definitely the best or my favorite character. Yeah. Benny is the one that comes to mind first. Um, yeah, I so when we were when we were watching this movie, um, we got through about not even an hour of the movie, and already so much had happened. Yeah, it is. This movie moves at a breakneck pace, but it pulls it off pretty well. I think it pulls it off spectacularly. Yes, um, I think a lot of that can be attributed to the writing and the editing, which are both phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, phenomenally done um the fact that they were able to tell such a complex um and personal story over such a long period of time was really impressive um and in the way they did it you know it wasn't just like a simple progression of time it was in a lot of in a lot of ways it was um i'm sorry excuse me a lot of the times it was non-linear progression yeah you know they would show a scene yeah, and then they would revisit that scene, you know, twenty minutes later into the film. As, as with the like the opening of the movie. Exactly, um, the opening of the movie comes back at the very end. Um, yeah, but like everything for like Lilze, um because when he before he becomes the crime boss, he just seems like a fairly innocent kid just following around the older kids. Yeah, and then you find out he's this bloodthirsty psychopath. Yeah, um, which is a little unbelievable. I think that he went into a place and just like was just like shooting people, and he's like eight. I mean, like, I can't. But then again, I have I don't live there, exactly. and I don't like, understand. I don't. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not the most knowledgeable person about uh, that area and what the kids do there. Right. And like, what I was gonna say is like I can't speak to that. You know. Yeah. That area myself either. Um... What do you think in the context of film? It was a little, a little unbelievable. A little unbelievable. But uh, they pulled it off well, and they didn't like drone on it too long. Right, and even if it is unbelievable, it sets the tone for his character. Yeah, yeah. And he turns into a very believable villain. Yeah. And psychopath. Um, the thing about this movie, I feel like there aren't even villains or heroes in the movie. It's kind of just like there. Well, Lil Zay is very much he's like, the bad guy. Yeah, but I. But it's not a, it's not a traditional good versus evil yeah, kind yeah. of story. The movie, yeah. but not in the way. I, 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 forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong, but like, are are you saying that talking about like the theme of the story is the, is good versus evil? Because I agree, but I also don't. I just don't. What I'm trying to say is I don't think the movie. Um, there's no. It's not like. Obviously, it's not traditionally structured, mm-hmm. but there's no um, protagonist antagonist. Here's what I'm rooting for. This is what I want. Here's a story. The story is very much just here are all the stories. And I and I totally agree with you. I don't think it's a traditional good versus evil, you know, final battle story at all. Yeah. I think it's very much. It's its own thing. Yeah, and it's. But I'm saying that Lil Zay, his character, he is, he is despicable, and he's a crime boss. Yeah. And he kind of shadows over everyone. In a lot of ways, until the end of the film, when his like his organization begins to fall apart, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree with that it's not a I'm rooting for this character like kind of thing. Um, and that was a good point about how the the central character Rocket is an anchor. Yeah, because I mean I I don't really feel much emotional support for him. I guess the only thing I could 
relate to is the uh, getting laid part. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I, I don't think he – I wasn't like, oh, yeah, time for Rocket. Like, he's like my guy. I'm rooting for him. He's the mm-hmm. hero of the story. Um, the only part I feel like where I was really like, oh, no, Rocket, was like when someone stole his photographs. Like, that was like his only moment, I think. Yeah, that surprised me. What? You seemed worked up about that. I was like, oh, they took his photographs. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what a terrible thing. Because it, it sucks to have someone take credit for your work. Mm-hmm. You know? But, I mean, like, just because this movie does what it does is... You know, it doesn't make it you wrong. Start, you start hating the paper, like, oh, someone stole his photo. That's ridiculous. And then you find out that he gets paid for it, and it pretty much leads to him getting a job. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's... This movie, like, very much keeps you guessing. Yeah. It's... It keeps you guessing, but it doesn't keep you caring. True. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because... If if you had presented this movie with a like with a string of characters where you really did care about them, I think it would take away from the movie. How so? Because I think what makes this movie powerful is that it's just giving you a very real glimpse into this world. It's based on a true story. Yeah. Um. And so I think if like you know, it's more lot- of a history lesson than a uh, a movie. Or I, I'm sorry, I, I don't have to do, but that was like my thought that it's not. Yeah, it's I. It's, it's more informational. Yeah, um, it's more like here's what happened. Uh, well, I think, I think what's pretty interesting is that like oftentimes we look at like you know, comparatively poor areas in the world, you know, us in America, and you think one thing, right? And so that movie, I think the movie kind of takes that same approach. You watch the movie and you think one thing as it happens, and like then what? It, uh, you think. Like the thing with like Lil Zay, right? You don't know he's like a crazy murderous psychopath until later. Yeah. Um, so you think one thing, and then the movie kind of you know flips that on itself. It's like here's what actually happened. So I think it's saying that you know this is the surface level. It shows you the surface level of this world, but it also breaks it down and goes a lot deeper than that. Um, and it shows you the disparity and the intricacy of it. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Agree with that. Yeah. Um, also, just like really cool cinematography. Yeah, the cinematography was cool. It was very uh, choppy. Choppy. Oh, the, the the editing was really cool. Yeah, like the, really like cool. I mean, when I I think <clears throat> when the film like acknowledges and lets you know that the editing is not going to be like super consistent. Like you're not going to see a door opens. Someone walks through the door, the door closes. Person exits the door. Or whatever. Next shot. It's, it's it's like way more inconsistent and very choppy and very like in the moment. It's like a documentary. Mm-hmm. It's it's a documentary movie. Documentary film. Hmm. It is in a way like a documentary. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's. I think it's more than that though, because oh, it is. It is also making a statement. What's the statement? That you know, we tend to make assumptions about things. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, w- I was really impressed by this movie. Um, I was impressed by it, yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but I think it's definitely one of the more unique movies we've watched um, here on Film Boys. Um, it's different. It's it's not... It's not... It's it's different. I don't know. I think you were concerned about lack of edge. No. Oh, <laughs> yes. Of, of the podcast in general, yes. Yeah. Yes. This movie has plenty of edge. Oh, this movie is um, edgy. It's... Yeah, it's... 
there are, like I said, there are scenes that are really tough to watch. Um, yeah, and that's always good. <laughs> Love. Last night I watched Antichrist. Did you see that? I was watching uh, that. I was studying for my algebra final and just had it on in the background. <laughs> Hopefully I did well today. Um, so let's talk about some shots or scenes that you liked. I've got a few in my mind. Do you have I'll let you go first. I don't, okay. I don't know. Um, well, there's this one bit where they introduce – so when the story first starts off, you know, it starts off with, like, the kids at a younger age before they, you know, the slums evolve into more of a city. At first, it's just, like, you know, just, like, poor government housing, um, but a city is built up around that, as you see throughout the film. Um, and so in one of, like, these, like, transitional scenes when you're kind of getting a context for what the city of God is like now – there's a really, really cool bit. Is this the apartment? This is the apartment, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's this, like, run-down apartment, and then it goes, it jumps back, like, 50 years. Um, and pretty much this apartment has just been, like, a drug business since day one. Yeah, I mean, like, um, a whole... We, we essentially see it from day one. Yeah, you see how the drug business, like, goes from person to person. You see murders, you know, you see sex scenes. Like, you see a whole progression throughout this apartment, and the apartment changes and becomes more dilapidated. Mm-hmm new people move in um and it's like it's like it's two scenes like overlaid so it's like this yeah. like really cool blending effect um it's just really well done and i was just like i think i said to you afterwards i was like that was really cool yeah um because i really i really like that scene but the question is how essential was that to the plot if there is a plot if which i don't think there really is there's not much i mean there's a bit of a central story it's kind of just like ooh, look how technically Look how te- technical savvy we are. Look, look at us with our little film here. <laughs> that sounded so mean, but no. But like, because it, it's really great and it's really a great scene. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great little like short film or something, uh, which required a lot of like technical expertise. But yeah. but do did I really need to know about all this stuff well, in order to understand the scene that's about to take place? But the thing is, the the apartment scene, right? When we first come into the apartment, we don't really know anything about the drug trade right mm-hmm. in the city it's just because rocket is looking for like some pot to buy right yeah because he wants to impress this girl so we get into the apartment right and we see events unfold um from one angle and then then that transition happens then we it's that weird flashback scene the montage and then you see because it's in the same apartment the montage is shot from the same angle yeah over like the course of like 50 60 years right and then you see at the end of that, you see the same scene right before the montage starts from that angle, right? And then it cuts away, and then we revisit that scene again. So you see that same introduction, and it's where, like, Lil Zay um, meets up. Lil Zay and Benny and Rocket and this other minor character named Blackie all interact. Um, so many characters. Um, and that's really just really well done. And I, I think that scene helped contextualize the drug trade and what, you know, this area meant to the city of God and also helped, like, set... Because this happens fairly early on in the movie, and I also think it helped, like, set the stage for, you know, how this movie is going to go about telling stories in a very non-traditional way. And it does it in a couple of different ways, I feel like. Um, there's that montage flashback, there's the non-linear aspect, and then there's the editing. Yeah. So. You know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that you... That's my yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's my spiel for the that's day. My spiel for the day. No, no, no. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you, you like, like. There's, 
reason for that then that you found reason for it because I guess it is it is essential but, but I feel like hmm it's such a woven movie it's such like a film mm. that just like needs everything in order to but what but like the question is like was it worth was the journey worth the destination do you think that I, I'm not saying I don't think I feel cheated but I feel I, I just don't feel like I got as much my no, I don't. Hours. I don't think it was. And you know, you know, there's the question you have to always ask yourself: at what cost? Yeah. And it was a, it was a great cost. Um, Deals for days. No, but I think it's, yeah. it's you know, in line with the idea that like, to get out of the slums, to make a change. If you're born into that, you know, if you're given that, if you're dealt those horrible cards in life, to get out and to really make a change, you have to pay a great cost and everyone has to pay a great cost in some way so the justification for the movie having no plot is that people in the slums <laughs> don't it, it sucks i don't i mean i mean i do think that's a great analysis i think that's a great way to justify it but i don't think the filmmakers thought that when they're making it like we're not going to give it a plot because people here don't have it does have a plot like it has a plot but the plot comes secondary the plot, the plot to the not... technical aspect maybe but the plot is not it's not just one plot. It's many plots. Yeah. And I think that is the plot, if that makes sense. The overall plot of the movie is how the plots of our different lives interweave into each other. I feel like there's a movie that's like a very similar movie I'm trying to think of. What's the... <clears throat> I've seen foreign films do this before. Like, Amelie does a good job of this. Yeah. Um, They're all the same. No, they're they're all, all the same. It's all the same. Foreign um, films. Artsy-fartsy. Artsy. Can't handle it. No, um... Yeah. Also, just a heads up. This movie is um very violent. Hard R. Hard R. Yeah. It's a um, hard. It's gonna be a hard R. Very, very violent. Um, a lot of very tough sexual imagery to see, just like rape scenes, um, stuff like that. There um, are no boobs <laughs> in the film. In the film. This is my. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Please cut this out. <laughs> My, my my reputation at Lowell's going to be completely destroyed. No, but um, I don't know. Oh, I ups and downs. This I missed the greatest opportunity to plug Film Boys in my senior quote. What? No, I wouldn't make you. You don't have to do that. I know, but like I would have. What was it? Was your senior quote? That's pretty bad. What is it? It takes two to tango, but it takes one to Millie Rock. <laughs> Not that bad. It's pretty bad. Um, I feel like everyone's like, oh, I can't wait for my senior quote, and like when it comes, and they're like, oh shit, <laughs> what do I put? Back to City of God. Um, Back to City of God. Yeah, I thought this is this is not a movie. I agree that like you're gonna leave super emotionally impacted. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you are gonna leave impacted. Because I was impacted. What impacted you? Just like like worldview type things, you know, like how I like think about you know other like countries. Like too like quick to judge. Life. Yeah, I think we can be a lot of the times. Um, hmm. And I also like was was amazed by the technical aspect of this film. Um, don't eat the mic. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just felt gonna be somebody like, like weird like audio bumps yeah. of you like. Boom, boom, boom. I was exhausted by this movie. Oh, me too. And it's I don't an know exhausting experience. Well, I don't like, know if that's a, I don't know. 
I'm not exhausted in the way that like eight hours at the film fells film silent film fest is exhausting when you could have gone to senior night. But um like in the way that just like there's like so much to retain that just went over my head. Yeah, it's a it's a tough movie for sure. Um And the thing is this movie would be really great if you would want to rewatch it, but I don't want to rewatch it because I don't want to relive any of the experience. Well, I don't want to rewatch it for like a long time. No, because I want to sit with it and think about it. I um, I don't even I don't want to do that. I just want to just be able to not because I I don't care and I, and I don't know if it was a waste of my time, but it was it wasn't a waste of my time. I would never I won't call the movie that. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna rate it like pretty like well. Yeah, but I just don't. I felt like I was just wasn't. And there, there are movies like that where you only need to watch them once, and maybe that's what this movie is for you. Um, yeah, but I feel like the, the like movie I would never watch more. like a movie that I really liked, but I would probably never watch again. Three Billboards. Yeah. Yeah. Movie I really hated and will never watch again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because that movie is garbage. It's really good, and it's a great introspective look into that. Place of America. Gummo is a better introspective oh, look into that place of America. I think don't even get me started. Hi, I'm Francis McDormand, and I'm from the South. Huh. Any that's, hoot. That's what any it was. Hoot. Well, um, I'm very glad we watched this. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm glad I watched it, and I'm glad I watched it with you. I think it was a, it, I think it's a good movie to watch with someone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just like on the couch, like waiting for the reactions, like. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like when you watch a comedy with someone and you make sure they laugh. Oh my like, god! All right you know what's the worst? When they don't laugh. No, showing a meme to someone. Because like memes, I feel like are an experience that you you discover them yourselves, and so when you're like, "Hey, look at this meme," and then there's like the automatic pressure to laugh at the meme, mm-hmm. even if it's not. And usually, it's like not as funny. So when we make film boys memes. Well, no, as long as you don't like go up and like, because oh, memes... like when you when you show someone a meme, well, like when you find a, some a meme on your phone, and you're like, "Hey, yeah, 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 look at this. yeah." I see. I like, see they're funny mean. when you send them sometimes, mm-hmm. but, like, not in the moment when you're like, hey, look at this meme. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes that's that's my, my friend... senior quote. Guys, stop, show, stop, showing, <laughs> stop showing me your memes, please. <laughs> well, I feel like we've done a pretty good job talking about this movie. I'm actually very happy with our um, conversation. There's, it's a very unique movie. Um, this is... There's a lot there, but... I feel like so much of it you just have to watch the movie to understand. Um, this will probably be a shorter episode, mm-hmm. um, but that's okay, you know. Even though it's a longer movie. Even though it's a longer movie, yeah. Um, and it's, like you said, exhausting, jam-packed. It's Yeah, I don't know I if you guys can hear this. I'm tired. It goes at a breakneck pace. It really does. She never slows down. What? Was the reference to? Nothing. <laughs> I was just oh, saying. Just... Um, what? Yeah, yeah. so... Why don't you find the script, and we'll do our other portion, All our right. other new segment, and I will just chat. Let's see. Talk about your other favorite scene for a second. Hold other on. favorite scene? Oh, well, this wasn't, like, my favorite scene. It was just a shot that I thought was really cool. It's um when they're, like, framing that guy for, like, with a gun, and then the gun goes off, and it ricochets around the buildings. Oh, yeah, and, and it hits. Guy. Yeah, that was nice. So, it was cool, because, like, as it killed him, it was, like, a mirror cracking. No screenplay exists online, Ooh. but there's a transcript of the movie. Ooh. So it's just, but it's, it's literally like we don't know whose lines are there. <laughs> um, so we, we, we can do some improv if you want. Some improv. Improv, city of God. I am Little Zay. Uh, Get down naked. The God raises your butt. 
that, that I will guys, cut for his context. Ball. I will cut his balls. Um, ah. Was that an audio bite from last night? <laughs> 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 uh, You'll have to cut this so, so terribly. I'm so tired. I'm just... <laughs> um... This is weird. Yeah, there's no script. Um, if anyone finds the screenplay, please send it to us, please. By the time this episode think, is out. I think maybe we actually shouldn't do it for this episode. Because I think the point of reading the script is that it is the script. Right? And we're like breathing a little bit of our fumble's life into it. Um, and neither of us speak Portuguese. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I also, guess. I think like if this movie was in English, I might have been like less able to follow along. Because like I had to read. Yeah, the reading really it, it helped. Kept, it kept me intent. Also, yeah. like there's like so much I missed though because I, w- I don't speak Portuguese. Like yeah. there's like so much like like little that they that they don't subtitle that would have really right. added to it. And there's also like in translations like the language sounds like so much stupider. Like yeah. wow, these are really simplistic people. They talk so. They talk so. Who like, are you? Like yeah, exactly. Like he went there. Like yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to our ratings. Everyone um, in Portugal is a dullard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why don't you go first? Ratings. Um, I'm going to rate this film a nice seven. Hmm. Oh, wait. What are we rating it out of? Out of chickens caught? Photos taken? Out of... Photos taken. Children no. shot? No. There's always one <laughs> that's the horrible. What? <laughs> oh. oh, God. That's terrible. Oh, no. That's such a terrible Out of photos scene. taken. Out of photos taken. Okay. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to do uh, seven out of... Uh, I feel like seven I really want to give it a six, but I think six is too low. Six point eight hmm. out of ten for me. Why so low? Because of no emotion. solo. I hear <laughs> solo the film. Because uh, of such a low emotional impact. I felt a low emotional impact, and I'm also I just like an exhausting experience. Hmm. I didn't like the movie. I thought it was good, and I thought I learned a lot. And uh, but what I'm tr- what what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to think back. I'm trying to. Um, understand why it made me feel this way, and I, 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 I don't even know what to feel. I don't feel mm-hmm. anything. But I do think it might be just my own issue with it. I think a lot of people might be upset with that rating because it's like, I don't understand. Like he just doesn't understand the <laughs> film. What a dullard! Like it could be that, and I and I I'm perfectly willing to accept that that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. and that I'm like I didn't get the point of the film. That's why I think it benefits from repeat viewings, but um, I don't know what I can say about it. I liked it enough. You know what? It was seven. Seven, seven? out of ten. All right. All right. This was worse than Sicario. Ooh, interesting. I think. For a movie experience. Huh. Actually, I don't know. I'll rescind that. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'll let you... Seven out of ten for me. Well, um, I completely disagree. Hmm. Um, I th- tensions rise on the film wars. No, and I I hear what you're saying. Um, but for me, and like this, this is, is my where, heart eight. Okay, <laughs> this is where we have. Yeah, this is your heart eight. Yeah, this movie is like a nine for me. What? Yeah, eight or a nine, definitely. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. See, this is how I feel about heart eight. This is how I feel about heart eight. Um. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Um, this is a movie that I think is just an incredible experience, although draining, um, and one that everyone 
should see. I thought it was. I mean, really it could be just just because I've like taken a bunch of finals and I'm just really tired. <laughs> You're just in a bad bad I'm just mindset. In a bad mood right now. <laughs> that could be it. Uh, we should, we saw Mr. Maggio today. We had a good we had a good day. Yeah, we did. It was a highlight. As we're recording this, Sebastian is lying down on my couch, holding the microphone in his hand. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a photo of this mm. for our Instagram. For the gram. For the gram. My fans can't see me like this. My yeah. fans can't see. Me. Tell me when you're rolling. Um. Yeah, we're recording. Oh my no. My fans can't see me like this. No. <laughs> this is what film boys descends into. I don't like City of God because it's a boring movie. That's <laughs> It's the exact opposite of a boring movie. Oh, it's boring. Uh. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah, like I said, I thought it was brilliant. I, there were just there was so much I liked what? about what, it. What what made it brilliant? The direction was fantastic. Okay, um, what, what, what what about the direction? It's going to pry you. I'm going to make you. You're going to you're going to pry me. Aren't you on a time constraint? Um, yeah, I am, but I want to hear. I thought it was a really introspective look. It kept me guessing, and it kept it kept changing my opinions. Like I love movies. I that... get the point of the film is that like you shouldn't you should second you shouldn't. Well, that's, that's the point of the film. But I love movies that I'm not just being entertained. I felt like I was an active member, like because I was because I had to think about what was going on so yes, much. Yes, I definitely felt I was there, and especially like in the dance scene or whatever with like when, when Benny. What's his name? Benny. Yeah. Benny gets shot. That yeah, was the like, best scene in the movie. Like there was like some really cool stuff, like with editing and lighting and transitions, and I just thought it was really, really well done. Um, and like I said, like there's not much of a plot. There's not a simple story, but the plot is how other people's lives interweave, and I thought that was really, really cool. Oh, was that a call I'm getting? I believe that is his mother. Sorry, I'll get a little live on live on the podcast. Hi, mom. Uh, I'm still at the house right now, recording an episode. Hello? Uh, but be home at five. Oh, I said I'd be home at five? At five, yes. Oh, uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'm leaving in like six minutes, though. Yeah, okay, I, I was saying I was going to leave at five, I think. Sorry. Yeah, I'll I'll be home in like oh no I won't be home in six minutes but I'll be leaving the house <laughs> in about six minutes. Okay, all right, bye bye. 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 Right, that was live on the podcast. <laughs> we are uh, no okay. Um, I thought the movie was good. I didn't. I just didn't think it was. I understand why it wasn't nominated for best director. It was nominated for best director. Oh rip, never <laughs> mind. But I understand why it didn't win because I thought the director. It would. It was almost there. It was like almost like they're gonna take me on a trip, but then it was kind of just like, I can't. It's going too fast for me to care. It was so different enough that I really just. But different doesn't make it doesn't make different isn't different isn't necessarily good. Like unique. But they did different really good in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe I'll change my opinion one day. Um. Thirty years down the road, when you rewatch 30 it. Thirty years. I mean, I'll rewatch it soon. I guess. I just didn't have the energy today. I think I'm yeah. like, my life part of it. Well, but this is a pretty good episode, yeah, actually. I think so too. Uh, well, so thank you, uh, faithful audience. Faithful audience, thank um, you for sticking in. You guys are why we do this. We love doing this. Um, this is my last episode, still in high school, technically speaking. 
Yeah. I presume the next time we record, I will be a, a graduate. A graduate. A young yes. graduate. I'll get some live footage of you for the. Uh, well, I'm not gonna be a graduation, but I'll be outside. Yeah, like, boy, you don't come to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come to anything. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm right. Not gonna join the cult. That is. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, and we will see you next time on Film Boys when we review. Hold on. Oh, is it even recording still? Yeah. What's a two? What's a what's a passcode? Oh, nice. Um, next time when we review Kids from 1995. All right. I'm open to that. It sounds better than Nymphomaniac. See you next time. Oh. <laughs>